You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire. Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are those of Dave and his valued guests and are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening. Laughter is contagious. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! Good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's another episode of Dave's Corner Garage. You know, it's amazing how much work is involved in getting an hour show on, and uh, obviously we don't do it. Um, we've got some <laughs> special guests. <laughs> we have some special guests coming on today. Brian Mix is going to join us. Uh, he's been road testing the new 2-2 Civic. Imagine it's 2022. It's unbelievable where time flies. Exactly. I still remember we started out with Honda, and that was in 1972, and now it is 2022. That's that's like that's a, a million years in between. It's, it sounds like it, but it goes like overnight. Yeah. And he's also going to be testing the new Santa Cruz from Hyundai, which is their new pickup, and it's a really exciting little vehicle that I've seen it being developed over the last few years, and it's finally coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Harry Schmidt's going to join us, and uh, he's going to talk about the special torch run for the Special Olympics that the uh, police departments are supporting. Last year, they collected $3.3 million. Really? That much, yeah. eh? Yeah. Steve said that we can spend a few bucks with these folks, so All we're right, going to cool. have some good time. And uh, Caitlin Fruz is going to assess from the CAA. She's with Mobile Services. And we're going to talk about uh, what the OPP does when you're stuck on the side of the road and nobody loves you. <laughs> the OPP so, or the CAA? Which one? Uh, both are good and bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, the OPP tell you to pull over. The CAA come to pick you up after you've pulled over. You know, I was talking to... Um, to Schmidt this morning, and I was saying, what happens if the guy's got COVID? You take him in his car, and he, the options were in the trunk or maybe walking behind. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about that. And uh, nice reminder that we're going to have a new contest. Uh, it starts today. Okay. New contest starts today. We're giving away a set of triangle tires for your car or light truck, plus Glen Adel Motors is going to install them for you. Mm-hmm. Plus, to get you around town, we're going to give you 100 bucks worth of Esso gasoline. So that's a great new contest. And um, we haven't announced the co- people from the old contest because it's just finished. So that's my job for the weekend. So next week, we'll announce the winners of the Crown giveaway. They gave away uh, five sets of uh, installed uh, floor mats, a Crown application, and $250 worth of stuff. Great, and uh, and we're going to take a break. Uh, the music's coming up right now, and uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but we do have to go. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a new segment we're going to call What's Bugging Dave? Yeah. 
<laughs> Stick around, you'll find out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. For service in Scarborough, Scugog, St. Jacobs, and Stony Creek, leave your question for Dave and Alan at davescornergarage.com or use your smartphone and call into the show. To reach us on Zoomer Radio, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. We're back. My name is Alan Gelman. That's Dave Renninger. And then we, we, we sort of teed it up and said, what's bugging Dave? So let's, now we're talking about Dave as Dave, Dave, the, the, the guy at home or Dave, the mechanic, which one? Dave the mechanic, and I want to tell you a quick story. Guy comes in for service. We look at the car, and we find all kinds of things wrong with it as far as safety is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the front end is actually so loose that the tire wiggles on, on the axle. And we tell him the car is not safe, and we make him uh, aware of what he needs to repair the car. And he goes, no way. I'm not spending any money. The car is perfect. So what do we do? We make him sign a waiver that says, I've been told that the car is not safe, and we give him back the car because we have no right to take the car off the road. And in the in terms of the gas fitters, we can't red tag the car. Mm-hmm. So he goes down, takes off in a, in a huff, and the wheel falls off. And the police come, and they end up charging him with careless driving. But the reality was, had we had the right to take that vehicle off the road, he would have been in a better position, and you know what? The public would have been in a better position. So we should get the right to red tag vehicles. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're talking about a case where there was, except for the wheel falling off and the guy being stuck there, there was no further damage. In other words, there were not other cars involved, there were not pedestrians mm-hmm. involved, and that's the issue. You know, if, if, if you don't have the money and don't have enough sense to, to, to get your car fixed, fine, you know, but it, it's when you use that vehicle on the road... And you involve other people. I mean, we talked earlier about how fast cars go nowadays, and you yeah. know, they they should be inspected. I mean, you know, you, somebody's on. Like, I just I come in every time every morning um, on Saturday to come down to Gardner. There, there's no there's no shoulders. There's nowhere to pull off to the side. So if your car breaks down, man, you're you're dead in a live traffic lane. So this is why they've got to be checked. You know, I wrote a report once for OMVIC. I was doing some research for them. And I came back with what the English have a perfect model. It's called an MOT. And what they do is a certain age of vehicle, you know, say it's a seven-year-old vehicle, and uh, they have to come in for a safety inspection annually to make sure that they're safe for the road. And it's not a serious check. It's it's an ideal situation where it doesn't have to be brand new, but it has to be safe. Well, and I, I we did, should probably introduce that here. You know, I did check, and in fact, in Prince Edward Island, that that that's the case. That's the way the rules are. Every year, your car has to go in for an inspection. Uh, there's mm. 14 states in the United States where it's uh, where you require an annual safety inspection. But you know what I found is that here. Let me just list these: there, Illinois, Maine, New York, New Hampshire, and and Massachusetts. You kind of wonder these are what we would call the rust states, eh? Yep. And, and right. rust is, is a big issue when it comes to cars. You know, the manufacturers put down, uh, the, 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 the city puts down salt, put down brine, and, and it takes advantage of the car. It really can wreck things. Uh, you talk about brake lines, fuel lines. Um, it, it gets into all kinds of areas. And then eventually you can have holes in the body, which is why, thankfully, you know, we've got our friends at Crown to take care of that. But if, if people don't, uh, you can lose the brakes. And, 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 and people will say, well, how come I didn't feel it going before? 
Well, you won't yep. until it finally fails, just like your guy with the ball joint or the tie rod where it doesn't necessarily give you any symptoms. It just fails, and then you're going, whoa. Don't you remember when they used to have the brake lines and everything covered with a plastic shield, and that would just hold the moisture in there, and especially on Japanese cars? Well, they thought it was a good idea, with- but in fact, yeah. it, it, it was just the opposite. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's a situation where mechanics should get together or our association should get together and get us the right to red tag the cars. So if they're not safe, they ain't leaving. I and wonder, maybe we could pull the plates. Well, I wonder, too, you know, how many people, like in your case where you wrote the estimate for the guy and you said this is what's going to cost, um, may, maybe, you know, he felt that you had a prerogative. I mean, your idea was to make as much money off this guy as possible. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you had independence, perhaps the government would set up their own safety lanes where they have nothing to gain by, you know, telling you what you need in your car. Maybe they'd believe it that way. Yeah, it's probably. Well, no. Then they would say that they're in cahoots with the mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just and can't I, win, eh? You just can't win. When one, one more bitch that I have here is that the, if, you, if your furnace breaks... You can't buy any parts for your furnace. You're, you're locked out. You, you have to be a, pr- a furnace or a gas specialist and have a license. That's the only here, trade. That's the only yeah, trade. Yeah, we're you know. the only trade. Yeah, you can't walk into an HVAC dealer and, and buy you know a valve for the furnace or a fan for the motor. Yep. I, I walked in, and all I wanted to buy was a fan motor, and they said, no, can't do it. That's against the rules. But at the same time, you know, you can walk into a Home Depot, any any of these, you know, big uh, big hardware places, and you can buy plumbing stuff. You can buy electrical stuff. Um, so you're able to do your own electrical work. Why, why, you know, what's the difference? Well, the same thing here with automotive. They should not be selling safety-related items to the average Joe. The, the truth is it's just too much to lose. You know, he, take, he takes out a school bus. And uh, how many kids are hurt? And because why? I've had you know I've had guys come in. They put the brake pads in backwards. Mm-hmm. You know the the metal part to the rotor instead of the asbestos. <laughs> and uh, I said, "What? Who did this?" Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a car in once like that too. It came on the hook, and I said, "Who who messed with this?" And they all said, "No, no, no, no." I said. It didn't come like this from the factory. Yes, that, it did. It that did I can promise exactly. you. But mind you, you know, Dave, with the pads backwards, they'd grip a lot better, but not for a long period of time, though, eh? And they'd be a little noisy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But you're right. right? Anybody can buy anything. I, I was once with my brother-in-law, who's a veterinarian, and a, a farmer comes in, and he wants to buy suturing materials and needles and, and, uh, and, and medicine, and they sold it to him. And I said... Hang on, what's that guy going to do with it? He says, are you going to sew up his own cow? I said, whoa, <laughs> I thought you had to be a doctor. He says, no, no, we sell that stuff to everybody. There you go. Get out of here. Unbelievable. So if you're listening from the, uh, I guess, the APA and uh, all the other AI, uh, something we should look into. You know, give the mechanics more rights to, uh, what are you going to do, call the cops? I guess that's the answer. There you go. Direct line. Going to call Mr. Yeah. Schmidt. Going to call Kerry. Officer Schmidt. Say, come on. We got a Schmidt box over here for you to pick up. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be talking to Brian Max to find out what's new in uh, Hondas and Hyundais and all that great stuff right after this yeah. break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Shout out to the Hot Rod in Richmond Hill and the van down by the Don River. You can post your question or comment anytime at davescornergarage.com. To speak with Dave and Alan on Zoomer Radio, 
call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Well, oh, oh, 11 generations ago, uh, roughly 50 <laughs> years, Honda invented the first Civic. And um, I think, Dave, you were around for that one, weren't you? We were the second Civic dealer in Canada. Uh, on the way down, they stopped by Adults Honda. They got them first, and then we got them second. And uh, they were haggling how many cars they were going to take. I think we took six. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to take a chance, eh? Yeah. You didn't know well, if well, it would last. Know. You never know. It may no. not catch on. Brian? Okay. Did it catch on or what? I'm literally about to go on. You're on now. Okay, you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, go ahead. We're having a technical problem, I think, with Brian. Oh, I'm I'm here, guys. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Does the dog have to go out or what? Yes, the dog had to go out. I guessed it. There you go. So 50 years of Honda. What's going on? Did you like the new one? Love the new Civic. And, I mean, I'm biased because I raced Honda Civics for such a long time. But uh, the new one is actually really good, and I like it much better than the old one. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's styled completely different. The old one, that last generation, was, to me, not that attractive. But this, this new one is more mature. It's more refined. And, you know, drives just as well as the old one does. But on top of that, the interior is not only gorgeous, but it's quiet. Mm-hmm. So you were saying before that it's more like the Accord than it is a Civic. It, to the casual observer, you could mistake the, the new 22 Civic for the Accord. It looks that much more mature. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but it it drives it drives so well, and you know with Hondas, especially with the Civic, because it's it's still Canada's best selling car, they have to hit it out of the park. I mean, they, they don't have a choice. They can't. They really can't come up short with this thing, and and uh, it's it's really quite good. The, the there's no talk of uh, of a hybrid or or an electric that sort of thing yet. Maybe that'll come, but um, that hasn't been uh, that hasn't been announced yet. But the uh, the the regular one point five turbo engine is just lovely makes lots of torque and it's quiet and and gets even for me who likes using my right foot it uh it still gets decent gas mileage do you notice brian that the cars start small and they all seem to grow every generation gets bigger and bigger and bigger i mean this is the eighth or ninth generation for honda and it's it's the size of the original accord Oh, absolutely! You know, my uh, my my nineteen ninety one Civic race car was about twenty uh, twenty one hundred pounds, maybe, mm-hmm. and this new one is, I think, twenty eight hundred pounds. Like, and, yeah. and it's significantly bigger. My cousin has a Honda Fit, and she said it's the same size as her first Civic. Probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably true. Yep. All right. Yeah, the other absolutely. car that you were testing was the the new one. Now, this is something relative. You know, a revolutionary new. I mean, is is it a pickup truck? Is it a is it an SUV? What is it? It's well, it's the 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz, and it's an all new product from Hyundai. What it is, and of course Hyundai doesn't want you to call it this, but what it actually is is a small pickup truck that's based on the Tucson uh, Sport Utility, mm-hmm. and um, I managed to spend about a week and a half with it and absolutely loved it now question how big is the actual bed uh so that's the thing the bed is is five feet long it's maybe uh four feet wide interior on the interior dimension Mm -hmm. Uh, but what what they've done is 
when you get your your Santa Cruz, it's got a roll top um, cover, mm -hmm. and that's lockable. As well, you can store you know stuff, whatever it is, whatever you want, underneath the floor of the bed. Mm. So there's some there's some decent utility. There's there's an electrical outlet at the back. There's tons of tie downs and and all sorts of stuff. And on top of that, there's lots of accessories available from the dealer for whether it's bicycles or kayaks or uh, whatever whatever it is you do. Uh, so you can you know fit those accessories to the Santa Cruz, carry all your stuff. What you can't do, of course, is carry a sheet of plywood in the back of the bed. Well, if so they've taken, a book out of, uh, they've taken a book out of the Honda Ridgeline. It's, it's converting an SUV into a pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Except it's, it's actually one category smaller than, yeah. than the Ridgeline. So it's it's interesting in the way that it drives, especially for, for me. I live in the city, and driving around the city, it fits everywhere really easily. And the the Canadian Santa Cruzes are different than the American ones. This it's The Santa Cruz is made in the United States, of course, and it was designed for America. But we get, thankfully, the top motor and the better transmission and all-wheel drive as standard equipment. Now, you pay for it, of course, but the, the, the 2.5-liter turbo motor that Hyundai uses, I find, works just brilliantly because it's very powerful. I mean, it makes over 300 foot pounds of torque. It's it's um, wow. it's quite powerful and and got and it's got lots of grunt. They pair it with an eight speed um, dual clutch that acts like an automatic transmission, and that is very refined as well. So dynamically, it it works. It's very enjoyable to drive, and if you want, you can tow up to 5,000 pounds with this little thing. Oh wow! It's and amazing. Does it compete with the, the Ford's coming out with one called the Maverick? How similar are they? It's uh, it, it's the Maverick's a little bit bigger than the than the Santa Cruz. I've seen it in person when I've when I've been in Michigan. I saw some mules running around a little while ago, and the the Maverick is a little bit bigger. But I suspect that powertrain wise, it's going to be very very similar. So there, and I think there are some more small trucks coming very soon. So we'll have to keep our eyes peeled. Well, we have to keep peeled on uh, YouTube, which is where they can find Brian Max. We got the music in the background. We do have to take a break. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Sure. And if you want to see the whole review, it's about 15 minutes long. Brian really took time and went over that vehicle. Actually, both of them. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt right after this break. It's your call. Hello! Your chance to speak with Dave and Alan is coming up next. 416-360-0740. Or 1-866-740-4740. You may wonder, what's a torch run? Well, Dave and uh, Carrie are going to be talking about it right now. Dave? Yep. Good morning, Carrie. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's always a pleasure to be outside the car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, not talking to bad guys. You're not a bad guy, right? Not really, no. Uh, no so we're going to talk about the Special Olympics Torch Run. Started in 1981 in the States, and That's now right. it's 2022. Wow. You know, it has been just such a, an incredible uh, journey for even the OPP being involved with the Special Olympics. We've been involved with them for, for many, many years. And uh, this October 17th, just a couple of Saturdays from now, uh, is the annual uh, Guardians of the Flame Torch Run. So our commissioner, uh, Thomas Kareek, along with other uh, chief of police uh, from all across the province, and anyone can, can get involved. Uh, you can uh, sign up and, and do a virtual or an in-person 5K run 
uh, up at our OPP General Headquarters or anywhere that you want. Cost $35, you get a t-shirt uh, and all kinds of things that go along with that, but it goes to such a great cause. Uh, you, see, you meet these Olympians, special Olympians, and they are just uh, so on fire for um, uh, athletics and for friendships and for adventures, and uh, they're just so much fun to, uh, to work alongside. So I'll be running on that run. There'll be lots of people doing that. You can sponsor people that are running, and if you're a business or a corporation, maybe Dave's Corner Garage, you can actually mm-hmm. sponsor or draft an athlete. And uh, there's an opportunity. You, you actually become connected with a specific athlete who is going to, to uh, participate in the Special Olympics, and uh, they're yours. And, they, uh, and they'll update you, and you'll get all kinds of uh, information about uh, their sport and their, uh, their life. And, you know, it's, it's such a heartwarming uh, uh, cause. Yeah, it really is a lot of fun. Is this going on in Aurora? Is that where it's going to be? Yeah, Aurelia is where we do the Guardian Flame Torch Run at our general headquarters. But uh, you can do it virtually anywhere. And actually, if you go on our website, OPP. Dot .ca uh and you can uh, scroll through the news there's a there's a whole article there about uh, the guardian's flame or a torch to light the way and it it gives you all the explanations gives you all the applications gives you the uh, information you need and uh, the way to get involved so hey if you're looking for something to do this uh, next couple of weeks you know here's a great opportunity to get out enjoy mm-hmm. some fresh air exercise and, and do something for a great cause I agree. And then the, the reality is the boost to the patients is fantastic. You yeah, know, the yeah. excitement of a good. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's really cool. So looking forward to seeing you out there, Dave, and, and everybody. We'll, uh, <laughs> so what is the 17th? That's a Saturday or Sunday? That's a Saturday, I believe. Let me just, I'll just double check to make sure that I know no, I'm talking it's about. it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Is it Sunday. Sunday the 17th? Yeah, yeah we can That's come right. because right. we're not it's working. Sunday the 17th, so. Well, Steve's yes. not working, so I'll make sure he's get outside. No, there you go. No excuses now. <laughs> so, so, Kerry, do you have a special outfit that you wear when you're, when you're running like that? Sorry, say it again? Do you have a special, like, stretchy kind of outfit that you wear when you're running? Well, hey, you, got, <laughs> you, you get the Guardians, you get the T-shirt that goes along with it, so, so wear that for the, uh, for the run. But whatever running gear you have, uh, you, can, uh, you can get out there and do your thing and, and show your spirit. And, and hey, it's a... It's a you know, we're we're not going to have a, a whole lot more of these beautiful uh, sunny yeah. Saturdays or Sundays. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up; the colors are turning, and you know, it's uh, we're getting into a new uh, new season, aren't we? Well, Dave and I were going to get pom poms and just be on the side of the road going, "Go carry, go carry, go carry." Yeah, you're my cheering squad. All right, I'll tell you that for sure. As long as you sponsor me, you can, you can wear whatever you like. All right, cool. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. It really is. And I'm surprised, you know, we haven't heard of it before because it's been around for like 40 years. Yeah, you know, I've participated in years past with a lot of the uh, the torch runs. And they, uh, you know, we have these athletes come out and they tell their stories. And actually, if you go on our website, uh, you can see a couple of interviews with a couple of the athletes there that are talking to mm-hmm. uh, our commissioner and so on. And just got to get a feel for, for what, what's important to them. And, you know, for them, you know, Sure, competition and the and the athleticism is is fun and important, but it's the friendships and the connections that they make, and it's really inspiring to to see the the joy and the smiles on those uh, athletes' faces when they come across the finish line. If they come in first or they come in last, it doesn't matter. Uh, they uh, they're having a great time. And you can donate online. I was just on the website just yeah. now. You can donate online. It's easy to do. Uh, yeah. There's a a, a portal for it. It says uh, donate, 
ask any questions that you want to, and it's called uh, Special Olympics CrowdChange.ca. Yeah. Special Olympics CrowdChange.ca, and that'll get you on that section of the site. And uh, I'll get Steve to get his his purse open, and we'll spend some money. Perfect. Well, do you know <laughs> so, what? We can sponsor you. Can sponsor the, the Special Olympics uh, corporately, or you can uh, sponsor individual, um, you know, people that are going to yep. be running and, and running for for the cause. So they're raising money. There's there's uh, there's contests as well. So top fundraisers get extra money and, and extra recognition, I guess, for their efforts. Oh yeah. And uh, so yeah, there's uh, there's lots of different ways you can get involved so looking forward to it It should be a lot of fun and you know with the with all the stress and anxiety and you know challenges we've had over the last uh, couple of years it's nice to have something fun and worthwhile and exciting for uh, for us to wrap uh, and wrap around and, and get involved in it's really nice we that the police it. officers are all of a sudden concerned about their health you know i mean i thought they usually run in for coffee and donuts hey, hey, that's hey, the hey, only hey, run they do a little secret energy boost that we need, right? Uh, but there should be something exactly. healthy going along with that, too. So, All right, so uh, www.opp.ca news if they want to find out more about it, or guardianendurance.com, and you can find out about the marathon and all the good work they do. Kerry, don't forget to do a warm-up, eh? you got to stretch beforehand. Oh, yeah, stretch it up, touch my toes. I, I think I can touch them. We'll, we'll try again. We'll see if I can actually make it all the way down there. But, uh, <laughs> if, we'll, if anybody's we'll ever met hey. I was going to say, if anybody's ever met Kerry, he's like seven foot tall. I don't think he can touch him. With my pom-pom. <laughs> yeah. We'll be there. Go, Kerry. Go, Kerry. This is Dave's Corner Garage. we got to carry on ourselves. We'll be right back after the break. It's your call. Hello! Your chance to speak with Dave and Alan is coming up next. 416-360-0740. Or 1-866-740-4740. You know, you may think if you have a CAA membership, they're going to help you at the side of the road, you know, bring you some gas or change a tire for you. But they actually have mobile services that you can just call them and they'll come to your house to work. Make it so much easier. We've got Caitlin first with us. She's the Director of Corporate Communication. How are you, Caitlin? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Excellent. Always a pleasure. Dave? Yeah, I was going to say that people don't realize, especially the coldest day in winter, and they come to your house and you need a battery, they'll actually install the battery, make sure the alternator is working, make sure the AVR system is working, and the way you go, things starts up. But, so, Caitlin, but, let's talk about some of these services. Battery replacement is just one of them. Yes, that's right, and I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's time to start thinking about how we're going to get our cars ready for winter, and that includes um, tire change, of course, into your winter tires, um, and we always recommend that you check your battery. So rather than have people having to always make appointments and going into a garage, which we all know is inconvenient and it takes a lot of time out of your day, we've created some mobile services so that members can take care of those things at their own home or, as you mentioned, workplace wherever is convenient. Well, you always want to do it beforehand. I mean, you know, you, you know yourself that, you know, you get a wicked cold morning and people will complain, and say, you know, it took three, three hours to get to my house. Well, it's because, you know, you, you can't service 10,000 people all the same day. So the whole point here is, is do your work beforehand, check it out, get it fixed before there's an emergency. That's right. It's, it's always better to plan ahead. And you want to be thinking, too, when it comes to your battery, about how long you, you've had that battery. So 
And the average battery lasts about three to five years. Most people may not be thinking about that. Um, and even a fully charged battery can uh, lose a bit of power when the temperature gets a bit colder. So you do want to be keeping an eye on how long that battery has been in the car. And, and that way you don't have to have those types of um, unforeseen circumstances that nobody likes. Can you get both of those services performed at the same time? Um, they are def- different technicians, so you would make an appointment for the tire change on our website at casco.com, and that mobile tire change will be done by a, uh, an expert te- technician in that area. And then the battery service is separate, and they are uh, separate costs as well. So uh, for the tire change, it does range from about 80 to $120, depending on your level of membership. And a battery, of course, it depends on the type of battery and the type of car. Um, but usually the cost runs out to be about the same as if you were to go to a garage. All right, Dave? I was going to say two things. One, he's got the tires off. Would he do a quick inspection of the suspension and the brakes and that sort of things? And if he sees something, would you inform the owner? Um, it's it's really focused on the tire change. We're we're making sure here that you're able to change your tires safely. So you know sometimes people want to do that at home to make it a bit more convenient, especially during th- these times, not wanting to go into a facility perhaps. And that does have some risk involved with it if, if things aren't installed properly. Uh, we've heard things like uh, tires sometimes coming off when you're on the road. They do, so they yeah. Do make sure that those are done properly, specifically focused on the tires. Question: now, Is there an app for this? Is there, is, there, is there an app that we can actually access to, to contact CIA? We do have an app, uh, which is very easy to use. You can also press star 222 on your phone, mm. which is helpful. And, uh, and, of course, we have our website. Fascinating. So tire change on the road, gasoline supplied if you run out of gas, dummy, and uh, battery change when you run out of battery, dummy. <laughs> Caitlin, I just want a question. Um, The tire change. Now, are are you guys hooked up? Are you guys able to swap the rubber only? Or these all have to be mounted tires? Um, I don't know. I think a lot of that uh, detail will be on the website. But I think anything that you would need to swap a tire, I know that there's some... Um, there's some issues with like different heavy vehicles. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's really focused mm-hmm. on the, an average regular passenger vehicle. Right. Um, but you could go online and check any specific details you have about your car to make sure that it's going to be appropriate for you. Yeah, and then the yeah. fact that there's so many different batteries too. I mean, your guy's not necessarily going to have one for every car on the road. But but again, you could check this out all beforehand. You were saying. Yeah, so especially for the battery, if you go on to the website, you can put in your car, the make, the model, uh, and, and it'll let you know kind of what battery you need and give you a quote. Uh, and that will help us to determine that we have the right thing when we come to, to your house as well. Dave, what year is your Ferrari? <laughs> uh, actually, it's, a, it's a 1995. Well, you should see. Maybe I- you got a battery for you. I did get a battery. Actually, I did get one from CAA, but that was like five years ago. Well, let's see. There you go. It's time for another one. Caitlin, I've never driven. They're questions. only good for five years. You know what the heck? Well, it's our, still our sitting CAA on the batteries shelf. actually we cover for uh, for a six year warranty, but the average battery does last about three to five years. Isn't that amazing? I mean, they're so expensive and and so complicated, and yet they don't last. It's absolutely amazing that that uh, I guess because they go through so many cycles, like they're being charged and discharged and charged and discharged, and there's so much activity going on that it just sort of wears it out prematurely. Yeah, and I, I mean, our weather certainly has a, an element to that as well. And if mm-hmm. you think about it, cars 
these days have a lot of computer systems, a lot of drain, as you mentioned, and so they just don't last as long as they used to. And yeah. on top of that, you know, they're much smaller than they used to be. The manufacturers decided that, you know, to try to get better fuel economy, we have to lessen the weight of the vehicle. And how we can do that is make putting in a smaller battery. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. They've got more electronics than they ever have, but the, the battery that has to pr- provide that power is even smaller. Go figure. Well, you, what you look for is what's called cold cranking amps, which is how much the battery will put out at, I think, zero, is it? But the reality is that's the number you're looking for. So when you're ordering your battery, there's a sticker on top of the battery that tells you how many cold cranking amps it has. Usually it's 450, 500, 600 if it's a big, strong battery. And you guys will probably know that, so that's the issue. Back in the 60s, you know, we had a cold cranking neighbor. Um, He... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a really cold day. He'd be out there. He had an old English car with a crank on it. I said, holy moly, how's he ever going to get that going? Uh, I wonder if CA's got a crank service like that, where they send a, a, a big strapping fellow to the house to just turn that crank to get that full cord. <laughs> That's a good idea. I, I think we've uh, probably evolved a bit since then, but uh, certainly we've got all that you need to take care of it. And down the road, you're going to have to come up with a charging station, too, eh? I'm, I guess it's, it's going to be eventual. Have, have you run into any situations where people with electric cars have actually run out on the side of the road? We do service electric vehicles for sure. Obviously, you treat those a little bit differently, but um, not a not a high number uh, every year. But it's certainly something that we've got our eye on, and that uh, we want to make sure that we can support as well. Cool. There, there actually is a company started in the U.S. that will boost electric vehicles at the side of the road with about eighty kilometers, and it takes a half an hour. So they pull up with a generator and and zap your car. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's just starting now in the U.S. They were on Dragon's Den. Ah, well, it is something that, uh, you know, we're going to probably see more of as time goes on. Yeah, we'll probably see generator trucks dra- driving around the city in the winter and boosting electric cars so they can get charged up. Either that or flatbeds. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. You can't tow an electric car. Electric cars are a direct drive. So when you tow it along the road, the, the motor is actually turning and it tends to overheat and you can damage it. So electric cars have to be flatbedded with today's that's technology. Right. That's the answer. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah, we, be aware. Yeah, we always use flatbeds for, for electric cars, uh, for sure. Yeah. So that, that is correct. Sure, there's a whole lot yeah. of questions that have to be answered, you know, when someone's calling in for a tow. Uh, don't forget, you've got situations where people's cars stuck in the underground. You have to know if the tow truck is able to fit into the underground, things like that. So that's what you need Ab- to know. Absolutely. Then the more information you can tell us whenever you do call us, the better. Even things like who, who's in your car. You know, we've got, we make sure that we prioritize people that are in really unsafe situations. So if you have children or an animal, you know, we want to make sure that we're able to get to you as quickly as possible. And uh, we have installed some uh, new technologies over the last number of years so that we can get trucks to emergency situations very, very quickly. So it's something to, to keep in mind as well. And it's kind of like... So there you go, Al. Yeah, when it's kind of like... For you. Right now, it's kind of like the Uber app. You can watch the little tow truck coming to your house. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I, my car doesn't start, but I'll put my family in it just so you guys hurry up. <laughs> maybe that's Don't the trick. That. <laughs> you have to, maybe that's the trick. You tell them there's a crying baby, and, and they'll come a little bit faster, perhaps. Well, I would, I put him I in would the recommend car. that because we want to make sure we can actually make it to to real <laughs> emergencies on the side of the road. But if you can believe it, um, we actually are able to predict when and where 
breakdowns are, are to occur. So we have uh, positioned our trucks around the territory to make sure that we're close to where we predict there oh. will be an issue and so we can get to people really quickly. You should just fix those potholes rather than just wait for someone to drive into them, you know. <laughs> they not always a pothole. Sometimes it's a <laughs> mechanical failure. Lots of reasons why uh, cars stop working, of course, as you know. There you go. Caitlin, if people want to find out more information about CAA, how do they do that? Uh, best place is the website, so it's www.cascocaasco.com. All right, and if you break down, six one, and you don't, as a matter of fact, if your car breaks down and you're not a member, you can still get service, right? Well, you call in. Sometimes we do have day of service. There sometimes are limitations on that, and it also depends on the volume of that day. So if we have a lot of calls, as you mentioned, some of those really busy days, we want to make sure that we can service our members first. Sometimes it's the volume of the caller, too, eh? You know, you don't want to tick <laughs> off a lady who's got a hairdressing appointment. I've done that. <laughs> you know how long I have to wait to get in to get an appointment? To get... All right, Caitlin, thanks very much for joining us. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you very much. Dave and I will be back right after this break. Care to state your opinion about something you heard on the show? Contact Dave and Alan at davescornergarage.com or express yourself verbally. Hey, lady, you want to keep it down? I am on the phone here. By calling the Dave line anytime at 905-567-5500. Well, Caitlin first was talking about, you know, the wintertime. And, and, and Dave, question, this contest we've got coming up for Triangle Tires, yep. do they have to be all season or can you get winter tires no. too? It, anything for light car or truck that you can let if you want, it's yours. So there you go. If I need new winter tires or you need winter new tires, you could win them in this contest. Super. Yep, you just can't be related to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. By the way, uh, the auto show announced that they are not have not made a decision yet if they're going to have an auto show this winter. They're waiting for direction from the government of Ontario to let them know how many people they can actually have, if they have to be mass or not mass. I mean, they had 30,000 people for the Jays game last night, so maybe there's hope for the auto show yet. Yeah, I mean, from that perspective, I mean, if we, you know, I mean, the, the majority of people, thankfully, are vaccinated, and the rest of you is, what are you waiting for? Uh, get her yeah. done. Um, get her done. And then and then safe. I mean, look, if you watch the Jays game, like you say, on TV, my, you know, I said to my wife, I said, yeah, hardly anybody wearing a mask, eh? And she said, yeah, no. not too many at all, but uh, I guess they're busy eating and drinking. Yeah, there you go. So, now, tell me, your car, can, does your, you, can you talk to your car and tell it to do things? My car? Yeah. No. Not not your old car, your wife's car. No, I you know, it's funny. We when when voice command came out a couple of years ago, you know, basically for your phone, it didn't work very well. So I got kind of turned off by it and and even though my new car has it, I I almost never use it. So, now they're coming out with you're putting your Visa card into your car's programming and if say you want to buy gasoline, you can pre-order your gasoline at the station by just talking to the car. First one to do this is Audi, and it's it, the idea being it's a hands-free solution for on-the-road payments. So in other words, we're, we're coming up to a, a gas station down the highway, and we're going to pre-authorize a sale of $50 worth of fuel. We just tell the car, yes, pre-authorized 42 liters, and away we go. Yeah, but who fills it up? Uh, unfortunately, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you need a cyborg. So, you need a robot to come out of the well, car. Well, that's and- the future. Yeah. 
the car will become the cyborg. The, the, the reality is that we're becoming more and more electronic. And instead of us, like, you know, holding our card up to the pump and it and it beeps, this way you do it all through the car. And there's, there's Nissan is looking at this. Audi already is doing it. Uh, the reality is that's the future. So if you sell your car and you don't cancel your Visa card, you could be in a d- big amount of hurt. Yeah, I wonder, too, what happens if someone steals your car? Are, are they going to steal your card yeah. as well as your car? Could be. It's voice activated. Mm-hmm. So if your voice wears, um, you know, certain characteristics, the car will pick that up. Mm-hmm. So it is voice activated. Cool. Well, we want to thank like our to- guests. We got Brian Max who called in about the the 2022 Honda. Dave, you were around for the first one, right? What year was that first Honda Civic? Seventy two. And did you? And uh, our six cars sold out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, those early Japanese cars did rust pretty quick too, eh? Unbelievable. And, you know, I, I met a friend, Greg, who used to run a Ford dealership, and he and I used to race at Mossport, and he rolled his car in front of me. I was watching him, and I rolled in behind him, and uh, today his head still hurts and his back is hurt from an accident that happened 40 years ago. So it gives you an idea how small they actually were. And that Hyundai Santa Cruz that he was talking about, it sounds like it's a good vehicle for you because you always got a box of tools in the back of your car, don't you? Yeah. I would buy one of those. I was just looking at that. So either that or the Maverick. The Maverick? The yeah, Ford one. The, the, the Ford one, yeah. I, remember, I like a little truck. I remember a friend of mine's mom used to have a yellow one. It was such the, the old, old Oh, the one. Maverick. <laughs> that wasn't very good. <laughs> I kind of wonder why they, re, they re, re, reuse names over it again, eh? I mean, if it was something that was great, no problem. Like, for example, you know, they're using the Mustang name on the E. Mm-hmm. when it, It's not really a Mustang, but, but people love that car, and they're just hoping that they're going to continue on, right? Correct, yeah. That's correct. But the, why they reuse the name? Because it's a different generation. Mm-hmm. They true. don't remember the old Maverick. So, all right. Uh, it's, it's all. all right. I want to thank Kerry Schmidt, of course, and the Torch Run. If you need to find out more information about that, it's called yeah, Ontario.com. You got pom poms? You, you going to go up there? Yeah. Well, it's not far from our cottage, so Barbara can go shopping and I'll go uh, just cheering. Well, have her go into the Giant Tiger in Keswick there. See if they've got yep. pom poms on sale. And, and, you yep. and you and me will be on the side of the road. Maybe Steve will come too. See if they've got six. I'm going to look for orange and black. <laughs> because that's the Halloween ones. There'll be lots of those. Oh, that's true. That's true. And then we can get masks, too. I don't know. Who do you want to be? I want to be Kerry Schmidt. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Drive safe, and we'll see you next week. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, Carlos, for uh, doing the technical work behind the scene. Yep. Don't forget, drive safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just a minute with Dave Renninger from Dave's Corner Garage. With us today is Amy Bradley with Wayfair Insurance Group. Amy, an email came in the other day asking how it's best to store my RV. When you are ready to winterize your RV, you want to make sure that your black water tank is drained, your gray water tank is drained, all your pipes, no water in it. And you want to make sure there's antifreeze in there because that will help not have burst pipes. As well, within your RV, make sure you take out all of your food. You don't want anything in there. As well, staining carpets, you want to make sure you have all of those rolled up, vacuumed, and clean because the mildew will stay on there if they're not fresh when you put it away in the wintertime. Put in some baking soda because we all know that will absorb your odors. How do we get in touch with Wayfair? RVingTips.ca. You've been listening to Just a Minute. To hear more, go to our website.
davescornergarage.com. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.